Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Are you a Bible nerd like I am? <laughs> well, even if you're not, I know you're really going to love our podcast called Bible Threads with Dr. Bruce Becker. Bruce is a friend and a colleague at Time of Grace, and he's a great teacher of the Bible. In his podcast, he uncovers the threads that run through the scriptures from beginning to end, and I'm not exaggerating when he will help you dig deeper than ever before into God's Word. He's going to inspire you to live with greater confidence and joy as he does. So just search for Bible Threads wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All right, so let's recap this story of Jonah, hopefully in 10 seconds or less. So Jonah is told by God, go to Nineveh, and Jonah says no goes to Tarshish, 2,000 miles away. God sends a massive storm, almost breaks up the ship, and they throw, the sailors throw Jonah into the water, and we left him yesterday about to drown. That is not a good place to leave him. He hits the water, and he's going to sink on down. Now, how long can you hold your breath underwater? For me, I, I haven't tested it, but I don't think it's very good. Um, I did a little bit of research to find out the longest anyone on record has held their breath underwater without going unconscious. Are you ready for this? 22 minutes. Someone lasted 22, without dying, 22 minutes. The average is about two minutes. That, that's about it. Yes, you can pause the video right now if you want to. Uh, you maybe are curious, you'll get your macho-ness and see how, how long it will uh, take you or to last to hold your breath. So I'll wait. Waiting. Are you back? I hope you're back. So if you did it, I really want to see how, how long did it take you? How, how long could you hold your breath underwater? Again, the, the average is about two minutes. That's a short time. Think about that. Jonah hits the water and he goes under and he has about two minutes, if that, that he is conscious before he's going to drown. That means that, that God's got to act. God's got to have a plan. And it's exactly what God does. God knew what was coming. God was going after Jonah again, not to destroy him, but to restore him. Jonah uh, gets swallowed up by this massive fish. And this is the one thing that people know about when it comes to the story of, of Jonah. But the Lord provided a great fish. It doesn't say necessarily a whale, but a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was inside the fish three days and three nights. Now, let me tell you, there has been so much ink wasted trying to disprove what you just heard. That people say, well, this is impossible. This could never have happened. And they ask well, some good questions. You know, they ask, is there a fish large enough that could actually swallow a human being whole? And there are, there's some big fish that are out there in the ocean that seem like they could do it. Um, but then the other big thing is, well, how did he breathe? If he's in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights, he's in the stomach area, um, how did Jonah breathe? And I don't have a great answer for that one. Besides this, it's a miracle. A miracle defies logic. It defies the natural means of things. So why would you have a problem with this miracle when we have the Bible full of God doing what God does, bringing miracles? We have the accounts of Moa, uh, Mo, excuse me, Moa, uh, nose, uh, noses. I'm doing really well. We have the account of, of Moses 
uh, and the, the miracle that ended up happening with him, many of them, as he uh, throw, uh, pulls up his staff over the water and the Red Sea splits apart, they walk through on dry ground. He, he takes that staff and hits a rock. Water comes pouring out. We've got the miracle that happened with Elijah when a fireball comes down from heaven and burns up a sacrifice and, and licks up water. Water normally puts out fire, but in this instance, again, defying the laws of nature, the fire laps up and takes care of the water. You've got all the miracles that happen with Jesus of giving sight to the blind and and healing leprosy and raising the dead and, and Jesus himself being raised from the dead. So I truly believe that this miracle is like any other miracle in the Bible. It's just God being God. God who is outside of this creation having control over this creation. But don't take my word for it. I mean, who am I? Um, Take Jesus. Jesus himself, he actually uses this miracle that happened with Jonah being swallowed up by this great fish as an illustration of what Jesus did for you. So Jesus says this, we're in the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 40, it says this. Jesus said this, For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Jesus believed this miracle to be true because he saw it. He helped make it happen. And he used this as an example of what God did for you. God has done incredible things. Amazing, amazing things. And he did that for Jonah. He did it for you. Now, here's the big truth I want you to take out of this account. Remember, we're talking about big forgiveness here. And that's exactly what God did for Jonah. Treated him far better than he deserved. He was rescued. Rescued from sinking down into death. But he was still responsible. That's the truth for you today. When we confess our sin to God and say, God, please forgive me and God, heal me and God, help me. He does. He completely forgives you from the power of Jesus destroying death, from the power of Jesus destroying the power of of sin over your life. He heals you spiritually, but we're still responsible physically, emotionally, for the consequences of our sins. So think about that, right? Jonah hits the water, big fish swallows him, but then he's three days in that version of a hell going back to the shoreline. Because God needed to get him to where he needed to be. He was, Jonah was responsible for still going through this. Now, this is not a precious moments thing going on here. We have that uh, mindset that Jonah's in the whale and he's sitting down, his little living room set up, his little spot of tea while he's in there. I mean, no, this is, this is horrible. He's being digested by a fish. He's in stomach bile that entire time. It's pitch black. He's crushed in by every side. Water keeps coming in. So for three days, he's probably not sleeping. He's sleep deprived on top of everything else. It smells awful inside of that. And then after three days, he's vomited onto the shore. Yes, that is what the Bible says. He's vomited onto the shore. We are responsible for going through getting back to where we need to be. And so are you. You 100% are. All of us are. But you don't do that alone. God was there with Jonah, going with him. God was helping him by sending him this fish. God was getting him to where he needed to be. And God will do, God will do the same thing for you. 
but it's going to take some effort. If in the sin that you've done in your life that you have confessed of, but in doing that sin beforehand, you've ruined some relationships with others, well, it's going to take some time to repair that trust factor there. If you've hurt your body by abuse of alcohol or abused your body by um, your food intake and you put on weight that you don't want to be there, it's going to take a while for that to go away. We have responsibility for our sins, the consequences that are there. But friends, you're not alone. A hundred percent, you're not alone. God says this. He goes, never, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So God is always there with you. So when you and I confess and say, God, I've done wrong, and we go, now I need to come here. God's not way over there. He's right here with you. He will guide you, strengthen you, help you, and lead you to where you need to be. So where are you? Are you on this pathway and and, and feeling like it's not worth it? It is. Are you over here facing the wrong way and you continue to run away and you haven't repented and you're scared of repenting? Repent and know that God is with you no matter what. God will guide you, God will strengthen you, and God will love you. Why? Because God's creation and you the crown of his creation is one of his greatest loves, his greatest love. He will never let you down. So trust him, rely on him, and see his big forgiveness coming for you.